Welcome to episode two of It's a Beautiful Influence. Uh, This is a podcast about creating your online presence. My name is Allison. And I am Krista. We are back again to talk about auditing and enhancing your personal brand. Yeah, thank you for uh, giving us a second chance if you listened to our first episode. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And if you have not, if somebody uh, recommended this episode, then please go back and listen to episode one. It'll help uh, make this one make more sense. But if you're here listening right now, um, we'd love to have you listen to episode two as well. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So we're starting to talk about why you should audit your personal brand. This is assuming you have something. Now, if you have any presence online whatsoever, you have a personal brand whether you intend to have one or not, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, and you want to make that really clear of kind, you know, basically who you are. And that's why our first episode talking about finding your why and understanding, you know, not just posting to post, but to have a purpose behind it is huge. Yeah. And if you don't, you know, if you want to just make it about family and friends and that's okay. If you don't want to use it for business purposes, that's fine. But this episode is for those of you who want to become known, who want to build your influence online. So, um, so why should you audit your personal brand? Well, that's, you really want to make adjustments to your online presence to make it clear who you are. Like Allison was just saying, sometimes people might look, if somebody goes to your Instagram profile or your Facebook page or your LinkedIn profile, and they look at your pictures, look at what you've written, or look at your videos, what are they going to think about you? Are they going to think about who you really are, right? Yes, I think that's directly related with if I will follow somebody or not. If I see somebody and I can't even figure out who they are from, whether that's the highlights in their Instagram or Facebook, um, or videos or pictures, whatever it is, if I can't see or get a good picture of who they really are, I, I won't follow them because I don't you don't have anything to base it off of. It's like seeing somebody right. across in the mall and you're like, oh, should I follow them on Instagram? Why would you, you know what right. I mean? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> why would I follow you? <laughs> like if you go to Allison's Instagram, you will see that it, she's all about fitness, right? And yes. if you actually read the captions, you'll see she's all about motivation. So she is a very clear picture. Um, mine's not as clear, but uh, you could definitely can see that I'm a mom, I'm a wife, um, um, and that I love to teach people. So I think yes. that's the thing you'll see if you go to my Instagram. But um, so that's kind of the main reason you want to audit your personal brand is you want to just really take a look at it from the broader perspective and see what what message am I bringing across to people from my social media. Um, now the thing is though, as social media evolves, as your as you learn, as you grow, as your business changes, um, as your audience grows and changes you're going to have to keep coming back and auditing your personal brand. It's not like you do it yes. once and never again, right? Right. It's definitely something that you have to keep up with. And and a big part of that is understanding who your audience or what your audience responds to. Yeah. Because if you don't know what you're posting about in the first place, you're not going to be able to figure out what they respond well to. But once you <laughs> once you get that down of like, okay, this is what I'm doing. This is you know what I'm going for. Then you can kind of track it and say, okay, here's what they're responding well to now audit again, like you said, and it will, you know, you'll be able to really define what it is that you want to talk about. Yeah. And so if you truly want to become known and you want to get that influence online, you, you have to figure out what your audience responds to. And then you also have to track your progress, right? Yes. Just like in anything with fitness, with health, with business, anything, you have to track your progress and see how you're improving. Yes, that's huge. And just being able to see it's, it's also kind of a self motivator as far as once you see what works and how it's working, 
you're like, okay, well, I was here six months ago and now I've, you know, gained this type of momentum or people are engaging more or whatever the case may be. So it's really important to, to keep track of that so you know that you're actually, what you're doing is working or not working. And I think a big part of that tracking your progress is being able to be adjustable because sometimes people get stuck on one exact idea and it's like, well, maybe that doesn't work, right? right. So if it doesn't work, then let's figure out how to tweak it or talk about a different part of your life or a different sector that you love, you know, um, so that we can keep making progress. I think being adjustable is huge. Exactly. And, and yeah, it goes, I think Allison, you just said that, but about motivation. So if you track it today's day one and you're looking like, oh, I have, you know, 500 followers and my goal is, you know, I'm only getting, you know, 10% engagement on that. But my goal is to get to 1000 followers and I want 20% engagement. Well, guess what? By auditing your personal brand, mm -hmm. <laughs> you can see when you've hit that goal. If you're continuing going back and kind of checking those metrics, you can see, yes, I made it to a thousand followers and I increased my engagement to 20%, you know? Yes. No, that's, that's so huge. And, and those goals are so important because if you don't wake up with a goal in mind for your social media, just like anything else, if you don't have that goal in mind, you're not going to have the motivation to take the steps to get there. You're going to be yeah. like, oh, well, what do I do today? I'm not sure. We'll see. Yes. Um, and so then once you're looking at your personal brand and you're trying to audit your own personal brand and see if it tells a good story or you want to know, you know, well, what, how do I tell a better story? Well, you can learn from all the wonderful people that are already out there on social media. Yes. Um, you can look at the good and the bad and yes. make sure you don't do the bad, right? And get inspired by and learn from the good. Yes. So what would be some of your examples of like good social media profiles? Like what would be something that you'd be like, oh, this is a great profile? You. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, got it. Yes. yes, that was an easy answer. No, okay. So let's talk about somebody else. How about, um, let's talk about Gary V. If you don't know Gary yes. V. Now, obviously his style is not for everybody and you can't copy what he's doing. But one thing you have to give him major props for is he gets crazy good engagement. Mm -hmm. And part of why he gets crazy good engagement is he has a very clear message mm -hmm. and he's very authentic. And he personally engages with everybody on his social media. So um, if you want to see just an example of somebody who's really true to who they are, very authentic and has a very clear purpose, Gary Vee is a good example of that. For sure. Um, yeah, and I think that that another thing with good profiles is, um, you know, clear photos, huge. A lot of times people post blurry pictures. Um, and a lot of times people post a bunch of pictures without them in the picture yes. and that makes it unclear. I've gone on a lot of profiles where I'm like, who are you? Like right. which person is you? Because all there is is group photos or ones of, you know, other things. Right. So, um, yeah. So good, clear pictures is one. Um, let me think what else having highlights. I think that's a key yes. to a good page. Cause that's going to tell really good people give a chance for people to learn about you without having to leave Instagram, right? They can see right. your story and what you're about in your highlights. Yes. So for those of you that don't know, when you post a story in Instagram, you, um, after the 24 hours, you can post it into your highlights and it's essentially, you're saying, this is the highlights of my life. Here's what I want you to know. Um, and so with that, it's really good to kind of sector out your, you know, for me, I have a fitness one where I'm like, okay, here's how I work out. Here's what I do. And yeah. then I have a couple of different motivation topics that I talk about. And then I have one for our workshops. So, you know, yeah. kind of gives a, gives a clear picture of who I am and you know, what I'm trying to do. So, yeah. Now talking about, that's some good information, right? I was talking about bad. So Allison talked a little bit about, you know, making sure that you show yourself. 
So please don't be one of those social media profiles that's nothing but quotes, right? And we all love a good inspirational quote, but that yes. shouldn't be your entire profile because that doesn't tell the world anything about who you are yes. or what you're doing. Yes. Right. I think the, I mean, I think quotes go out of context a lot. Sometimes it's something that inspires us, which is really great. But at the same time, like you said, it doesn't tell me anything about you. And so if you're trying to build a personal brand, it has to be personal. So if you right. do post a quote, say, this is what I think about it. This is what it's helping me through, or this is, you know, so showing that side of you. Um, another bad thing that, that I see a lot, and I know we've both talked about this, is way too much advertisement. You know when yes. somebody works for a company mm -hmm. that requires a lot of advertisement because you'll see before and after, before and after, before and after. And this sale, this sale, buy, 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 buy. Yes, and it it's something that, yes, of course, we want to know what you're selling. That's great. But if that's all you have, I'm not buying from a person anymore. I'm buying from a company. And when there's no face to that company we're not going to buy because right. we don't buy from companies essentially in this age. We buy from people. Yep. We buy from the people that we like and you know, we want to build those relationships. So that doesn't again, tell me anything about who you are. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to learn for your own personal brand, think about people that you follow that, maybe that you really enjoy their content you they have a good following they have good engagement and just be inspired by and learn from those and also think about people you follow that you're kind of like eh, they're posting this again right or why did they post that you know if so you can do that even just in your own things that you're following or you can look for examples of people in the industry let's say you're getting into a new industry or you wanting to expand your presence in an industry yes. find out who the influencer influencers and experts are in that industry and, and kind of get inspired by what they're doing yes and it really helps you kind of like you said watching other people because that's so many ways I've been inspired to share different parts of my life is from seeing other people do it first and right. saying like okay so I'm actually entertained by you know this person's whatever what they do on the weekends or how they organize things that's you know really interesting or funny to me and seeing that kind of gives you an idea for your own content of oh I could show this part of my life it has that relatability yeah. factor so yeah so what what are the actual steps you know people always want to know the tactical right I love to give tactical practical advice on on how to do these things so we want to help you with that if you've never audited your personal brand your your social media presence your online presence this is how you start right mm -hmm. you start by looking at your profile picture oh gotta love a good profile picture <laughs> yeah yes. Allison just rolled her eyes because we've all seen first of all you know don't have it be your dog right, right? gosh or, your dog is cute and all but that's not telling if you're trying to build a personal brand it needs to be you right um Instagram has this lovely, super tiny profile picture, right? Yes. So make it a headshot, please, so that we can see your face. Yes. Right? And not a picture of you in high school when you're, you know, graduated from college because people have <laughs> blurry pictures from their flip phone seven years ago. <laughs> and it's like, okay, does that even look like you anymore? If you get a really good haircut or if you dye your hair or if you you know, whatever you started working out, please take a new picture because yes. you look different now and the world needs to know the updated you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then along those lines, it really helps if you have the same profile picture across platforms, yes. right? Because then it starts to build your brand and people will feel like, oh, I'm in the right place. Okay. I'm following on Twitter or on LinkedIn or Instagram, wherever it might be, you have the same profile picture. Um, and along those lines, your username, 
Try to have the same username on every platform you're on, right? Yes, that makes a huge difference. And people, kind of like with the picture you said, people connect their senses first, so what they see. And when those things are consistent across the board, it makes it a lot easier for people to find you and um, for people to engage with you on those platforms. Because I don't know about you, but when I have somebody that I really like on social media, if it's on Instagram, I'll be like, oh, I wonder if they have a YouTube and I look them up, right? right? And it's usually not from me searching through their profile to find what they say. It's I just look up their name, whatever they have yeah. on one, I, you know, I look for on the other. So exactly, exactly. So consist, have a good, clear headshot of some sort for yes. your profile picture, and then have that consistent across your platforms and same thing with your username. And another part about username too is what, you know, if you have like Daniel four, five, seven, two, it's like, okay, what, what is that? So, so finding something that kind of relates to you or who you want, um, a really easy one is your full name. I mean, most times you can do something like that or very close to that. Um, but you know, if you have a brand or you have something you want to represent, you can find something catchy, you know, spend some time kind of creating something that you can be known for, but having a user username that stands out is is also really key because you want something that people remember right? right whether it's your name or something close to it or that relates to you a username is really key right and so for example when we were building the instagram page for creating you yes. <laughs> um creating you was gone as a username even though it's a profile that's like not hasn't even touched in years but it's it's taken <laughs> and creating you online y-o-u was also taken <laughs> and so we went with creating the letter u online but it's still what we're about is still our brand name in there and so you know sometimes you have to improvise and adjust a little bit yes but but get as close as you can we didn't want to put numbers and (laughs) all these random things right underscores (laughs) and you know dashes and whatever so yes try to stick to letters um the next thing is do you have a bio on your social media profile whether it be instagram or facebook right yes please have a bio if people come to your instagram profile and there's nothing there other than your picture and your name Yes. They're probably not going to follow you unless they know you personally. Yes. Bios are, I think I would almost say the most important thing because understanding where someone's coming from. And I spend a lot of time on my Instagram bio, um, just trying to figure out exactly because people don't want to just know what you do. They want to know why you do it. So, um, a lot of times people say like, I go to the gym and I work here and I do this. And it's like, again, that's great, but that still doesn't really necessarily tell me who you are, right? So as part of my bio, I put what I do, I train and I innovate and create, um, and then I break barriers to achieve goals. So that's something that I'm telling you, this is who I am. I'm working on breaking barriers to achieve goals, mine and yours. So it makes it personal. Like if you're here you know, you're going to see this process that I'm going through and I will help you through whatever I can, you know, in my field of fitness and health and nutrition and all that um, to break those barriers. So you want to make it something that is clear who you are, what you do, and also says like, you know, what you're about and kind of like your thesis statement for your, and then you also have, you know, um, whether it is if you have a website, it's super. I know a lot of people that have a website and don't have Put it, it on posted. Their, yes. Yes. Yep. So having a website is very important. You know, where can people go to find more inf- information about you? Do you have a YouTube? Put that you have a YouTube. Do you have, you know, whatever whatever the case may be. But um, it's super important to have that information about you and your bio. 
Yeah, and if speaking of websites, if you have multiple things you want to share, like you have a website and a YouTube, um, if you haven't heard of them yet, Linktree is your friend. It will allow you to yes. <laughs> share multiple links. We use that often on our Creating You profile. Um, and by the way, Allison is available for consultations on editing your Instagram bio because she's really good at it. <laughs> Don't go read mine because I've wanted to rewrite it forever and it's just been on the bottom of my to-do list um, because mine does just say, I think like marketer, you know, um, I don't even remember, doctoral student, something like that. It's pretty lame. So don't look at mine. <laughs> this is one area where I'm not practicing where I preach, but I do have consistent usernames and bio uh, and profiles. And you have good emojis too. <laughs> emojis are actually, that's another important yes. thing is that visual of saying, what does it mean to you? Do you need fire emojis? Is that right. what your life is about? Or, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Emojis so. can really help convey, because you know Instagram only gives you so many words. So emojis can really help you convey your personality or more meaning to what you're saying. So yes, definitely use them if it works for you. Yes, absolutely. So bios are huge is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, I mentioned uh, in episode one that I've been a college professor for, for almost four years. And one of my shining moments of glory and proudness was one of my marketing majors. She was my actually the very first one that signed up to be a marketing major once I got that approved at the university. Um, she had heard me preach, preach, preach about personal brand, and she's a professional swing dancer. I'm going to shout you out hand next. I know you're going to listen to this podcast, and I, I promise you I remember this when you told me this. Um, she's a professional swing dancer, and so she was building this personal brand, and she's very always been very eager to put into action what I taught her. And so I was saying, you know, be consistent. Think about if somebody looked at you profile and they didn't know you, what would it say? And so she told me not too long ago that she was at an event and this woman came up and said, I wanted to know if you were the real deal because you seem you know, too good to be true. And I went and I basically stalked you. I looked at your Instagram profile, your Facebook profile, and your LinkedIn profile, and they all tell a great story. And wow, you really do know what you're doing and you're you know, yes. legitimate or whatever. Love and she it. was like, Krista, <laughs> I did it. Like she knew who I was from looking at my social media. Yes. So it really can happen. And she literally, this woman hired her to teach a swing dancing clinic because she saw her social media presence and it was, and when so she cool. met her in person, they, they matched up. And mm -hmm. so it told a good story and then she, she was authentic. So it matched up That's so and cool. she made a lot of money by getting this woman to hire to teach a clinic. How cool. I <laughs> so, love it. Yeah. So definitely it matters people. It really does. Yes, <laughs> for sure. All right. So how do you audit your personal brand? <laughs> Oh, man, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah, you know, this is not for the faint of heart, um, you know, and this is not something we think you should do daily. But if right. this is the first time you're doing it, it you really do want to set aside a decent amount of time to, to really do it yeah. um, and give, give it the time it deserves to do it right if you want to build a personal brand. Yes. Um, so really, you know, I love Excel spreadsheets. I'm kind of a nerd, <laughs> um, but I love tracking data. I love data. I love, you know, seeing the, the progress of the numbers. Um, so start a spreadsheet or a Google sheet or whatever of your personal favorite is for tracking something like that. And literally just put how many, the date and how many followers you have yes. and your latest, let's say your Instagram post, how many likes did it have? And you know what, how many comments did it have? And then also start looking at what are your most popular posts? Or what was your most popular story? And yes. you will probably start to see a theme. Maybe it was a combination of the time of the day, 
um, and the content, you know, whatever, maybe it's just the content, but whatever it is, you want to start looking at what, what the most popular ones are. And you talked about that a little bit earlier, but what do you, you know, kind of, how do you do that? How do you decide? Um, yeah, I think that's, it's really important. Um, just like you said, kind of figuring that out. Um, for me, I post things early in the morning. I figured out that people like to hear motivation in the morning at nighttime when they're going to sleep, they're kind of like, well, that was great. I'm going to sleep now. Yeah. <laughs> so of course, depending yeah. on what kind of content you have, you know, is where at night I like to watch funny videos. So things that are right. entertaining and stuff like that, people post more at night because you know, it's, that's when people are watching that sort of stuff during the day at work, they're not going to be watching. Well, you know, it depends where you work. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, um, so for sure, just kind of watching your follower count and watching your engagement count. And, um, and I saw that I got better engagement in the mornings. And something I do know is that usually during that general, like whatever it is, eight to four, nine to five, people are less active on social media right. because the majority of people are at work. Right. So, um, that also makes a difference as far as what kind of content you're posting and, and who your audience is. So yeah, yeah, that's a trial and error for sure. It's documenting and trial and error. When yeah. do people see it the most? Yeah. So. And you know, tactical stuff aside, have, have somebody that you would consider a, a trusted friend or family member that you know can give you criticism, but not be mean. <laughs> right. Um, have them to look at your profile and ask them what they think, you know, or somebody that maybe you don't know as well, maybe a colleague, a coworker, somebody you collaborated with, but you know that they would, they would like to help you in this area. That's another, another way you can start to audit. The next thing you want to do is you want to look at what you've uh, commented on other people's content, because guess what? The rest of the world can see that too. Yes, that's so important. So if you're busy being a negative person on everybody else's content, or you're busy being a very encouraging person, both of those things say a lot about your personal brand. Yes, that's huge, especially negative comments. I mean, I think that sticks with people more yes. than the positive does because, you know, people can be very judgmental from behind the screen. Yep. And that's something that you um, that you don't want to be known for. I mean, yep. you know, that's, that's something that you have to watch. And of course, you can have your thoughts, you can have your ideas out there and, and always making people think is a good thing. But at the same time, you want to be known for something positive. So right. you do have to watch what you say. Right. So you're not just argumentative and... You know, it's so much easier to to do that on social media. Right. Like think about it on Instagram, for example. If there's like one influencer who has a ton of followers and you comment something on their post every single day, all of their followers are probably seeing your comment too. So you, you're building yes. an, a certain, you know, feeling about how your attitude is by just by your comments. And then Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn – if you guys don't haven't paid attention, you've been under a rock, but on your feed, <laughs> right? It tells you, oh, Allison commented on blah, 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 right? Yes. So they're trying to get you to engage more with other people's posts by showing you that your friends have commented on them. Yes. So once again, it's really putting it out there, what the comments you're leaving on other people's content. Yes. And that's huge. And, and you know, you really can... Um, I've had a lot of people in my posts start talking to each other, you know, yes. because they see a comment from someone and then they want to respond to that. And then, you know, it goes right. back and forth. And, and a lot of people have either become friends or enemies from that. <laughs> right. and, you know. Yeah. So it's definitely your comments are part of your personal brand. The other thing that a lot of people have not, for some reason, even in this day and age, not thought to do is 
Google themselves. Have you Googled yourself lately, Allison? Yes, I have. I don't, I don't know why I think it's so funny. Like, I, I do look, too. Like, and I'll go on the images and I'm like, what the yeah. heck did I do with my hair back in the yeah. day? <laughs> but, but Google yourself because you never know what might come up. Some social media account that you started like five years ago that you decided not to use might come up. You, mm-hmm. you never know. So just go ahead and Google yourself. Maybe laugh, maybe cry. I don't know. <laughs> but be sure to do it every once in a while and see what's out there and, and make sure that your personal brand is staying clear and consistent and true to who you are. Yes, for sure. Um, so how often should you audit your personal brand? Um, I think a big part of this is documenting, right? So once you're documenting and narrowing down your vision, your mission, all of those things, um, you'll want to adjust your personal brand accordingly and kind of, you know, see what people respond well to, like you were saying earlier. And, and really doing that initial documenting of whether it's a spreadsheet or writing it on a piece of paper, however you want to do it, right. um, that's going to really help you kind of know, okay, I'm changing directions now, or okay, this isn't working, so what else can I do? Um, and that will really help you um, know how often because, you know, it's, I mean, do you have right. like a time frame that you would say? I say at a minimum once a quarter. So like every okay. three months, just, you know, even if you spend 10 minutes now, obviously like on a regular basis, daily or weekly, you're probably paying some attention to what's working and what's not working. Right. But like to actually go back in and like do numbers and like track and see where you're at and, and really analyze your popular posts and things like that. I think at least every three months. Yes. And I think... Over self-reflection, we can see, you know, what we're doing and how, you know, you really want your brand to be everything to line up with what, what it is that you are and, and who it is that you're trying to become. Because, you know, so often we see people that say like, oh, I'm into fitness. Oh, I work out. And then they're eating like an entire box of Oreos after a show. And you're like, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's not okay. <laughs> like, I'm not sure we're on the same page. Right. <laughs> and so that, and so that does say a lot about, you know, who you're becoming is also what you're going to attract. Yeah. So if you, you know, if you want to, to build this brand and you want it to be strong, you want it to be very clear. And so if, you know, if you want to be classy, everything about you should be classy, right? Yeah. Um, there shouldn't be um, this back and forth. And it's, and it's kind of like that in real life. That's the same way you obviously want to present yourself. So it's very clear right. who you are. And that's how you'll actually attract a tribe, as we say, because if you have, you know, we're always so worried about like singling people like, oh, if I, if I say I'm eating healthier, I'm on this or that, that, you know, people that aren't on it aren't going to want to listen or aren't going to want to follow and and it's really important to know that you have to be real with your followers. Yeah. You know, and you want all that stuff to line up. Yeah. Like, I mean, one of my favorite people I follow on social media, she's a hardcore vegan and she talks about it a lot. Mm-hmm. I am so not vegan, but I don't not follow her because of it. Right. She's, <laughs> I'm, like, so I'm so not vegan. I, but I, I actually have toyed with the idea, but no, I like steak too much. But, yeah, I know. It's, um, it's rough. But she talks about it a lot and it's just part of her personal brand. And I, I love her anyway, because everything else about her content and everything about she's doing it does I do relate to and yeah. I appreciate her for believing in her in that certain lifestyle and for following it and for being authentic uh, with her presence online about it she doesn't hide that because she's afraid she's going to turn people off right right no that's so. huge that's huge 
And I think that even if, because I follow some vegan people too, for example, or just, or people that do different kinds of workouts than what I do and stuff like that. And even if I don't personally do it, it still can be entertaining or I can still get a good recipe or, you know what I mean? So it's, yeah, it's cool to just have that different, that different, um, influence around you. Yeah. Um, so during this whole process, you kind of have to figure out your personal mission and vision statement. This is where everything, all of your content is going to come out of, right? Is, and once you have that pinpointed, it seems so simple. Like, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. I know what I want to talk about, but you, it's hard to stay on track sometimes, right? Yes. It's easy. (laughs) Yes. It's, um, it's easy to kind of get lost of, okay, what should I be posting? I already talked about that. I want to talk about something else, you know? Um, and so a mission statement kind of breaking this down is your purpose as it attains to your company or personal brand and essentially how you will get there. So um, you want to keep your mission statement generally unchanged. And um, it basically declares your purpose, why it exists. Why are you on social media? Um, and you kind of want a general description of the objectives of what your goals are for talking to people, for posting. You know, what, what is your goal? Are you here to entertain people? Are you here to persuade them to do something? Are you here yeah. to, you know, and whatever that case is, you want to be clear about it. And then we have our vision statement, which um, this is what you aspire to be in the future. Where do you, you know, want to be in five years? And kind of something you said earlier was, you know, about um, podcasts and things like that. If you were being interviewed for a podcast, what would you want to be interviewed for? What would you want to be known for um, in the future? And that's something that it can kind of be scary to think about because there's always that question of, well, what if I don't get there? But I think the scarier question is, what if you don't try? You know what I mean? It's like, what if you don't try? What if you don't start? So that's always been a, a personal motivator for me is like, you don't know unless you really try. Unless Better you're... to try and fail than never have tried at all. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so an example of this, um, I pulled from Tesla. And uh, Tesla's mission is to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy. So it's very clear. That's very to the point. And it's a very big mission to Mm -hmm. the world's transition to sustainable energy. (laughs) They're working on it though. Yes, they're they're working on it. And that's the thing. If you don't have an idea or a goal like that, you're never going to push beyond average, right? Right. You're never going to like go outside of your comfort zone because if it's something that you can, that's within arm's reach, you're not going to try very hard. And that's, you know, so, um, so then their vision statement. So just to kind of give you a difference between the mission and the vision statement, their vision statement is to create the most compelling car company of the 21st century by driving the world's transition to electric vehicles. So this vision is, is very much on, you know, the most compelling. It's something that pulls you in. It's not just, this is what I'm going to do. It's why I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. So that gives you a clear picture in their, you know, in their vision of what it is that we want to do. And here's what it looks like to transition to electric vehicles. That's exactly what it looks like. Electric vehicles. So I think, I think creating this is really good. Um, and also a good thing to put in your bio. We talk about auditing. There it is. Put (laughs) your mission and vision in your bio. This is what I want to do and what I want to be. Exactly. So those are great things to work on. And that's once again, going through the exercise of coming up with your personal mission statement and your vision statement. Mm -hmm. It's going to help you figure out your why, your purpose, what you want to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's also going to help you enhance your brand. 
Yes, enhancing your brand is amazing. <laughs> um, so this is spreadsheet is all in Krista's zone. I'm like, you yeah. <laughs> so I started to talk about this a little bit with your auditing, but you definitely want to have some sort of way to track right. how many followers you have on each platform today. So write that number down with a today's date yes. so you can see where you've been because sometimes it can be so easy to like be like, why am I spending all this time and energy? Nothing's working. Right. And then all of a sudden you look and you're like, wait a second. I went up by 150 followers. Wow, that's amazing. And then you can celebrate that as a win. So um, tracking, you'll never really know how to track. Your brain is filled with all kinds of things. And so you might be like, how many followers did I have six months ago? I don't even remember how many followers I had two weeks ago probably. Like, I don't know. Yes. And so you want to write it down somewhere. And then next you want to figure out who your target audience is because you can have the best message in the world and be consistent and have a great purpose and know all about what you want to do. But if you don't have the right target audience. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't know who you're targeting or, you know, where they're at, it's going to be really hard to do that. And I think kind of like you were saying with the part of writing it down, um, you have to learn to celebrate your victories. You know what I mean? Whether it's one follower or 10 followers or one message that you got this week about how you inspired somebody, how you made them think, whatever it is, because we, we kind of like blow that off. Like, Oh yeah, that's really cool. But you know, in the grand scheme of things, we forget to celebrate ourselves in the small victories. And I think that that's why a lot of people don't go very far in the sense of trying that, you know, they'll try for a month. They'll try for three weeks because they might have a few goals in mind, but they don't have this, this layout of, you know, where, where did you start and how far have you come? Mm -hmm. And even that little progress needs to be celebrated. So, cause it, it should be inspiring. Anything that you do, anything that you get better at, even in the slightest amount should be something that you are able to celebrate. Um, and so as far as target audience, that's going to help you celebrate more and have a party because, (laughs) (laughs) because, um, figuring out your target audience, um, is, is huge. And, you know, maybe you don't know right now. And that's why we talked about in our last podcast, a lot about documenting what you're doing, because then you'll often find what kind of people follow you and what kind of people relate to what you're talking about. And once you get a little bit of that feedback, you can start to understand your target audience, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, if you have certain kinds of posts that are getting way more engagement, you can kind of see who's engaging with those posts or if you have certain stories that people respond to, you can start to see you know, who, who is it that is, that is my content is touching and who is like, who's wanting to reply to it, respond to it and, and, uh, connect with me more because of my content. And you, so once you figure out who that target audience is, you're not going to change who you are and necessarily even change your main message, but you might change just a little bit about how you approach it. Right? Yes. It's so, it's so important. It's any, in any type of selling job or anything, you need to know your audience so you can explain to them, you know, how, whatever it is, how your brand, your message will help them and help improve their lives. So understanding your audience is huge and, and that can become your target of, okay, these are the people that I will inspire. So this is who I'm going to reach out to, right? This is who I want to collaborate with or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's one of the key ways you can enhance your brand. Now we earlier, when we were talking about auditing your brand and how to figure out if your page is good or bad and how to make it better, mm-hmm. we talked about following influencers or experts in your area that you want to be known in, right? Yes. And that's because if they're an expert or an influencer, that means they're doing something right in the yes. space you want to be in. 
Yes, and that's that's how I got one of my <laughs> one of my ideas about posting about when I eat at night because I you know I said this in the yeah. last one I like eat four <laughs> times before I go to sleep I take a shower I eat again and one of the ladies that I follow she does that and I was like this is so funny yeah like I was like this is so interesting we both do this and that you know so following somebody who does you know the same kind of things as you do it kind of gives you the idea of oh I could post about that too. And, you know, and I think a lot of people feel like when they either follow or take an idea from another person that they're copying them, right? Right. We've talked about this a lot about where if you are, you know, if you see something and you like it and you want to do the same thing, that you're copying them. And you have to know that even when your brain processes whatever they're doing, you're not going to be able to say, unless you copy their quote and write it down and speak it, you're not going to be able to say things the same way as them. You're going to, your brain's naturally going to put your own twist on it and relate it to your own life. So getting ideas from other people is how another way that you can consistently put out content. Exactly, exactly. And then that kind of follows to another way you can enhance your personal brand. And that's actually by networking, both in person and online, right? So, you know, we talked about our workshops and we're building that community of people in person. Yes. And every single one of those people, you know, now follows our Creating You profile, our individual profiles. And a lot of them didn't follow those other profiles necessarily before they met us in person. Yes, that's huge. And I think I've always thought before I was into business that networking was a scary word. Like I was like, do I have to show up in a suit? And where are we meeting? You know, and, and network is simply meeting people, right? Yeah, right? I mean, it's it's literally talking to somebody, starting a conversation, you know, and saying, hey, you know, what do you do? Who are you? What's your thing? What do you like? And getting to know people, whether that's from social media, whether that's from going to events and meeting people in person, however you can reach out and essentially make new friends. That's a simple way to put it right. is make new friends right. um, is going to help you enhance your brand and, and enhance your reach to other areas of the market, you know? Right. And then kind of following up with that is then taking pictures with those people yes. or tagging them in your posts or your stories because that's your vibe attracts your tribe, right? Your tribe, whoever you're show, you know, showing yourself that you're with them, connected with them, or you're shouting them out on social media, that's adding to your personal brand as well. It's going to enhance people's understanding of what you're about. Yes. And that, I mean, that's huge for just getting your name out there on social media in general. So I think that's huge. And so how can you enhance your brand? Another part of this is coming up with three to five topics and subject areas that you want to talk about on social media. Um, and of course, you know, like we talked about earlier is, is some aspect of your personal life needs to be included so that your followers can get to know you essentially. Um, and so for me, that's going to be fitness, health, and motivation. That's my main, you know, what I like to talk about and, and what I like to focus on. And so people that are into those things, maybe one, maybe all, um, can see that that's what I'm about. And that's, those are the kind of people that will follow me. Right. Right. And for me, like I talk about school, my doctoral life a lot. And I, you know, in the beginning, I'm like, oh, nobody wants to know this. But there's students at every level that, you know, are procrastinating, that are struggling, that are stressed out, that are happy to be done, that relate to that. And so I actually get some of the highest engagement from my procrastination posts, (laughs) my procrastination stories of like, yes, you, you're procrastinating. Oh my gosh, I feel so much better because people think that like I have it so together, but we all, you know, have our, our bad days and our weaknesses and our faults and showing some of that, you know, people will relate to that. But so, um, you know, I kind of talk about, 
about small business marketing. I talk about you know my professor life. I talk about my doctoral student life, and these are all you know different areas that different groups of people interact with. I have a ton of small businesses that follow me. A lot of whom I've met through workshops I've taught, right? <laughs> um, and they follow me because they met me in person first. So there goes back to that networking thing. Yes. Um, but every time I give any kind of marketing tip, they like they all respond instantly on my stories. Like and like you're saying, yeah. you got to celebrate the victory. I go yes. I'm not just talking to people who don't care. Like I actually helped somebody today. So that's exciting. But that's awesome. So speaking of your, you know, having the product or service or whatever it is that you provide, right? Yes. We always talk about this and we talked about the bad profiles that, you know, focus on Sell, sell, sell. Yes. That you need to have three or four posts in between each promotional product service that you post. Yeah. And I would almost venture to say that I mean, not that you don't ever post about it, but it's better when it's kind of in your everyday life, right? Because it's like, I sell fitness trainers, but I don't post every week about fitness trainers. I work out and then people ask me, oh, how do you work out? What do you do? That's called attraction marketing. Yes. (laughs) And that's the, you know what I mean? It's it's great to, once people relate to you, then they want to know what you sell or what you can offer. But if all you do is post your product and service, yeah, see, Chris is rolling her eyes yeah. too. We're like, <laughs> we're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Now, if you have like a, you know, you're a restaurant and you have an Instagram profile, of course you can post a little bit. It's a little bit, that's, I think where we're talking about the every three to four posts, you might right. want to post like an event you're hosting at your restaurant yes. or like a special new menu you've released or, a, you know, whatever, things like that. Or like if you have a retail store, that's totally fine. But if you're just building right. a personal brand and you happen to sell something like trainers or you happen to sell network marketing, I'm a network marketer and a lot of people don't know it unless they go like dig deep in my social media, right? Right. Because I don't post it ever it goes on my stories and I have a link in my link tree like that's you know I try to keep it really subtle um, and so you know whatever it is that you're selling if it's a project service that you're actually selling just be really really careful and intentional with how much you yes. actually promote that brand or that service or product yes because I think the last thing that people want is to feel like you're only talking to them connecting to them networking with them to to get that and just just for a moment let's talk about all the instagram messages that you get of people saying have you You tried tried blank (laughs) if somebody follows you on instagram and tells you that they can teach you how to hack your way to fast instagram growth run away fast yes they're like have you tried our products you would be a great person and it's like oh my gosh yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, don't spam people with un like impersonal messages on social media it doesn't work i promise yes being personal is key yeah so um i think we've given you plenty to talk about today or think about today um we're gonna look take a look at our episode notes for kind of a summary and outline we're gonna include all of our social handles in there and please subscribe to our podcast wherever you love to listen to podcasts leave us a review if we helped you or made you laugh inspired you anything in any way today we would love to hear what you have to say um and (laughs) And now you're probably thinking, well, what the heck? Okay, great. I want to build my personal brand. I kind of, I've done through, I've audited it. I know how to enhance it, but how do I actually create content? Yes. That's where a lot of people get really scared or really stuck or really frustrated, right? Yes. So our next episode, we are going to talk to you about understanding the creative process. Allison has this down pat. I'll just kind of be on the side a little bit while she talks about it. She is, she's really great at it. But we hope you'll join us. Thank you again for listening. And we will look forward to he- talking to you again on episode three of It's a Beautiful Influence. Yeah.